Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. As you can hear in my deeper, more manly voice, my scratchy voice, a little bit of a diesel. Good morning, Tom, by the way. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. Happy Thursday to you. To you, too. I, I don't know what happened. I went to sleep last night, right? Did a little CBS Sports HQ. The voice, if not loquacious, was at least my voice. Didn't really drink last night. You know, I might have had a, half a glass of wine. Was feeling pretty good. Woke up today. I hate the expression of frog in your throat. What am I? Am I saying ribbit? Is that what's happening? I like it. I think you, you sound great. You like the voice. I like it. All right, good. I did it for you then, buddy. I'm loaded up on emergency and tea. And uh, you're going to hear a lot of D cell today. A lot, a lot. Of Tommy Muscles, just because it's... By the way, Tom, I don't know if I told you this. We did, for the first time in a while the other day, a set segment that actually began before you worked on this show called What to Sell, a take, for those that don't get it on, what the hell is D-Cell talking about? And my wife and daughter, who are really the um, the focus group that I'm after, uh, <laughs> were in the car, apparently very amused by... By what by what to sell. So I think we need to we need to get it going more often. I need some of those takes, bro. Yeah, I have plenty of bad takes. There's more where those came from. As I told you this morning, they're what appear to be bad takes, but turn out to be potentially great takes, as in Trey Lance is better than, than Tom Brady. We made fun of you a lot, and that might have turned out to have been the take of the year had Trey Lance not gotten hurt. This is me supporting you by not supporting you knowing you're gonna win. Yeah, it's one of those things, it's yeah. so bad that it's good. Or so good that it's bad. I don't I don't know. I'm not sure either. I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk to Tom Haberstroh later in the program uh, from Meadowlark, friend of the show, excellent, excellent NBA thinker. I want to call him a mathematician. That's not probably accurate, but sees the NBA through, I think, a really unique and interesting prism. And I really like my conversations with him because – Unlike many of the wonderful people who cover the NBA, this guy just have, has his own perspective, his own opinion, and it's not, uh, it is not dictated by what the, the rest of the herd are doing. So we'll visit with him. We've got some NFL bets coming up. My sexy, sexy voice will continue to deteriorate throughout the show. Uh, buy or sell in an hour and a half. We've got a more serious basket bill today. LeBron James 
with, I think, very legitimate criticism of the media, including this show on Jerry Jones as it relates to Kyrie Irving, but with some nuance, I think, required. So we're, we're going we're gonna to hit that. If, if you saw that headline, we will dive into that later in the program. We'll talk some, I can't even do soccer. Can you do a soccer for me? Because I can't do it. Soccer! Yep, that's what we're going to do. Uh, soccer! Uh, I, like, I like this. I like having like Tom be my voice stand-in, right? Like movie stars get like a body double. You get to be a voice double. You sound nothing <laughs> like me. Nothing like you at all. Not even remotely close. All right, and again, if you want to call us and speak in large part, so I don't have to, 855-212-4CBS, Twitter Sports Writer Sports, <clears throat> R-E-I-T-E-R. Sounding amazing, writer. So the show which is going to last three more minutes. The show uh, opens now with, with Jay-Z's song and the, the premise, Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City, is that when you are successful and when you are ambitious and when you are driven and when you are talented and when you make it to the top of the mountaintop and on your, on your way there, there's going to be jealousy and there's going to be hatred and there's going to be infighting and there's going to be pettiness. And that basically that journey of greatness even though you're in the spotlight surrounded by all eyes, can be a lonely one. It's a great song. It is a great piece of art from Jay-Z. And it's true for people like Jay-Z. There, maybe there isn't a lot of love in the heart of that journey, in the heart of the city. But it's also true if you suck on your journey and you're bad and you're embarrassing and you let people down and you take that paycheck but you don't return the investment, there ain't a lot of love for you either, especially at the quarterback position in the National Football League. That's number one. Number two, radio host who can't talk. But number one, number one, playing the quarterback position and not living up to the massive expectations of the money that you make and the burden that comes with living up to that salary, especially in a cap sport like the National Football League. And we got not one but two examples today. See Kyler Murray, see Russell Wilson, and see the different ways in which there ain't no love for those guys with their own teammates and former teammates, people who know them intimately, people who are or or have been around them, who rely on them or were mentors to them. Because you know what? Not a lot of love if you can't get the job done, especially if you're the critical piece or one of the singularly critical pieces to success and if you're taking up a whole lot of the paycheck. Jay-Z ain't wrong. I would never come on the air with my voice or without it and tell you Jay-Z's wrong. I'm sure it's hard being Jay-Z. It's a lot harder being a guy that wanted to be Jay-Z and looks like a complete idiot. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Nobody's coming to poor Russell Wilson's birthday party, and I think Kyler Murray might even have it worse. Let's start with Kyler. I'm not a Kyler guy. And that's not to say that I have remarkable skepticism about him the way I have other people in the sense that I'm convinced. It's to say that maybe the skepticism is the right word. It's not surety, it's concern. Got that massive contract in the offseason, and that is in many ways the price of doing business in the NFL. You pay guys not just for what they are, but what you think they can be. You want them under control, and you got to have a quarterback you can build around. But he's got to be a quarterback you can build around. You got to be a leader. You got to be successful. You got to be able to take that talent and turn it into gold. Kyler Murray hasn't done it coming off that big contract. Remember, so many concerns about Kyler's maturity or commitment or dedication or focus, whatever leadership, whatever you want to call it, was synthesized in a true story that they had put in his team paying him a lot of money 
a clause that he was required to study tape, to, to, to do his job. Now, I don't make what Kyler made. I make um, very little compared to what Kyler makes, like most of us. But that would be akin to me or, or a colleague here having a contract. Like, yeah, I guess we'll give you a contract to be at CBS Sports Radio, but we're going to put in writing and check up on whether you actually follow sports. If that's a question, you probably shouldn't hire me. If it's a question of Kyler Murray's actually doing his job, you might be a little concerned for reasons that are going to become clear. And it's not just a 3-7 and seven record this year. It's not just a bright start we've seen in the past, epitomized last year by the fact the first half of the season, they were the best team in the NFL, and he was arguably the best quarterback in the National Football League, or at least was the guy that was the frontrunner for MVP. This is a team that falls apart. They reflect, in large part, a quarterback who that team itself had concerns didn't prepare, who has got into it with teammates on the sideline, who often looks disinterested, who when he came out of college, if I can go in the Wayback Machine, went on a different radio show on a different network and had the most bizarre off-putting, man, maybe this is a problem interview where he just felt put out to be there. None of that, none of that is an insider, a guy that is or was a part of his team saying, we got a problem here, until yesterday. On the All Things Covered podcast, which our friend uh, Brian McFadden does and is a part of, I love the timing. Patrick Peterson, very talented player for the Vikings now. Current player for the Vikings now. But remember, in Arizona in 2019 and 20, overlapping with Kyler Murray, supposed to be a mentor to the guy, to that young man, Patrick Peterson went on the podcast. And to say, for him to hear the, say the words you're about to hear, think how true they have to be when at Kyler Murray. Verbally now, vocally, Kyler Murray is talking about, and and I don't like how he's doing that. I think he should keep some things privately, but it tells me he doesn't care about the head coach, his head coach. And he's putting everything on the head coach, basically saying... Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's just a matter of the fact. Well, well, yeah, well, I, I got it. <laughs> so... <laughs> hey, I can't, I can't argue. <laughs> I don't know him personally. You played with him for a few years, so I got to take your word for it. Even Brian McFadden was temporarily shocked into silence Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray ain't no love in the heart of the city if you're successful sure but especially if you let people down because they believed you could be the key to their success and you didn't do it Kyler Murray did a a classic Kyler Murray went at him on social media Twitter last night quote this isn't true you want some weird bleep doesn't say bleep though and then he tags him. You got my number. If you really felt like this as a big bro or a mentor, you're supposed to call me and tell me. Not drag me so your podcast can grow. Okay, maybe. But how about you help the win total for the Cardinals grow? How about, how about you focus on... Maybe that's where... Maybe that's the growth he's worried about. And, and let me also make a point that takes a shot at Kirk Cousins because I enjoy it. It's not like... Patrick Peterson is currently playing football for the Kansas City Chiefs and looking around a locker room that is Patrick Mahomes. Or currently playing football for the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, man, look at that Josh Allen. Look at that Joe Burrow. Look how those guys lead. This dude's next quarterback by way of comparison is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, who, as you may know if you listen to the show, I think has as much reliability as a quarterback in big moments as my voice does right now. A lot of voice jokes coming today. And yet, 
And yet, Kyler Murray's the guy he's talking about. And I don't just think because he's left that place. I think because Patrick Peterson's the kind of guy that ain't going to have it once he's gone. He's not going to pretend. Ain't no love in the heart of the city if you let your teammates down. Kyler Murray's not the guy. Will he change? Will he grow? Will he mature? Will he move beyond what Patrick Peterson is, is pointing to? And many other things are pointed to. Probably not. And this isn't about Kyler Murray, that, that conclusion. It's about being a human being. People tend not to change. I used to say people don't change. Sometimes they do. One out of a hundred. It's extremely rare. Here's a marriage tip. Love the person you marry and like the person you marry because they ain't going to change for you. They ain't. They're going to be who they are. Kyler Murray, like most people, probably going to be who he is. Russell Wilson's got a sad little thing going on, too. It's not quite the same deal. Maybe it is. Oh, D-Cell's laughing at him. This makes me feel bad, man. Um, Ciara, his, his, his wife, threw a, a birthday, a little birthday, a little birthday bash for Russ. Invited the whole team, according to a report out of Denver. Whole football. Come on, man. Look, I got kids. I got kids in elementary school, middle school. There's nothing quite as heartbreaking as a well-meaning moment of joy that, that turns into a socially awkward situation. Nobody, nobody wants to have, you know, have the kid who, get, who invites the whole class and then half the class shows up. Right? That just makes you it, makes it sad. It says something. And like in our house, we get invited to a birthday party. The class, like, we're going. Can't tell you how many times I tell my kids, like, I don't care if you like the kid. I don't care if, if you punched little Johnny in the face yesterday because he kicked you in the shin or whatever you're telling me for the first time. You're going to the party. You're making an appearance. These are for strangers. Half of the Broncos can't show up for, for Russ's birthday party. And a quarter of them probably there just for the free booze. Like, this guy's the worst. And then, I don't know, 3% are there like, well, maybe Ciara's over it. He's not very good. And that leaves a couple other guys, you know, who, who maybe thought it was a different Russ on the team. Didn't look at the invitation. <laughs> I mean, it's a merciless deal, man. When you are that person, when you are that important, when you get the attention and the adulation and the money, and let's be fair, the famous singers, when, when, when you're the star. Jay-Z's right, the jealousy's massive. But what Jay-Z didn't have to rap about, didn't have to get into, because this isn't his experience, is as much as that jealousy comes out when you're succeeding, it is real ugly when you're failing. Kyler and Russ, different mechanisms, different examples to get to the same place. And that is you fail in the National Football League as a quarterback that's paid to be great, you are going to find a very cold reality, including in your own locker room. You're not going to go to the guy's birthday party? Man, Ciara, read the room. Read the room. If, if, if nobody likes Russ, don't throw a birthday bash. Look, we all got struggles. If you got a kid out there who doesn't have as many friends as other kids, don't invite 100 people. Take him to the zoo. If you're uh, married to Russell Wilson, know that nobody likes him in Denver right now. Take him somewhere else for his birthday. See if he likes Phoenix. It's a short flight. All right. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a, an ENT to call in. Just talk sports. 855 855- Two one two four CBS. You still liking this voice? You digging it? I'm into it. I'm digging yeah. it. I love how much you're enjoying it. Tom likes suffering. <laughs> no, he doesn't. 
Yes, he does. 855-2124-CBS is the phone number. Um, The Rose Bowl, powerhouse bowl, a lot of tradition, a lot of influence, but you don't mess with the collective. How the college football playoff expansion came quicker because they finally said at the Rose Bowl, you come along or you go away. Next here on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you're listening to the writer than you podcast all right welcome back into the show bill Ryder with you thanks for uh hanging on this thursday you look why are you so amused <laughs> that my voice hurts no i think it sounds great you I'm are, into it. Yeah. In the break, Tom's like, does it hurt? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, <laughs> what's wrong with you, man? Um, we were just talking Russell Wilson and the birthday sadness. The birthday sadness. Diesel, you got any uh you got any birthday sadness over the years you want to share? Yeah, I've had a couple people not show up to birthday parties over the years that I thought for sure would be there that were close friends that you know, like I don't have extravagant birthday parties now or when I was a kid. But here's the thing. I get it. He's a multimillionaire a hundred times over. Why do you need to have an extravagant birthday party when you're 34 years old? I don't know, man. I, I don't I do not do extravagant birthday parties. Like, I, I'm not, right? Like, I, I'm usually traveling because it's normally, it used to be NBA All-Star Game weekend. They've moved it up a week, so now my kids are on break and we're kind of hanging. Here's mine. Here's my very pathetic birthday story. It's kind of a birthday story. This is going to date me. They used to have Star Wars cards. I'm old enough they used to have <laughs> Star Wars cards, the original Star Wars movies. And I had a bunch of them. I collected like a bunch. And I was at a babysitter. I had this babysitter. I went to her house. It was really like a lady's house. It was awful. She was the worst person ever. Told my parents about it. They're like, oh my God, sorry. We won't have you going there anymore. And there was like an older kid. So I bet I was in second grade. He was in fifth grade. He was the cool kid at the house. 
And he's like, if you give me a whole bunch of your Star Wars cards, I'm going to invite you to my birthday party. This actually worked on me. I'm like, okay, yeah, here. <laughs> and my brother did it too. My brother's like in kindergarten. And then the kid took my took my Star Wars cards. And like the next day, he's like, I'm not inviting my birthday party. And he took all the cards he had, his whole collection, and um, put them on a, on a picnic table. Well, some of mine were in there. So I went over and picked them up and threw them in the mud. And I think I got beat up. Oh, no. I, I fell for the birthday party, okie dokie. Did, uh, did you tell mom and dad about that one? No. Oh, that's a no. rough one. I wasn't even expecting that. Yeah, it was a rough one. I was like in second grade. Maybe I was younger. I, that was my first experience with the birthday party, okie dokie. And looking back, I didn't even like this kid. Why would I want to go to his birthday party? I guess I thought that would be cool. But you felt like you were supposed to like him. And that that, right. that proves how ugly it's gotten in Denver, right? Like, you're supposed to want to back up your quarterback. You're supposed to want to go to his birthday party. These guys can't stand him because... Can't stand it. He's gone from weirdo to hated. A buddy of mine, this is such an L.A. story, a buddy of mine was playing tennis with some Hollywood mover and shaker. And the Hollywood mover and shaker brought, a, I guess, an actual billionaire, Right? Like a, like, a, like a billionaire. I don't, I don't even know a bill. The only billionaire I think I've ever met is Clark Hunt, who owns the Chiefs right about. And a buddy of mine, I guess, is a, not guess, is a billionaire entrepreneur guy in San Francisco. He's the best, but he's such a jerk, too. So, like, that, that's my experience with billionaires. So this guy afterwards goes to have drinks with the billionaire. My buddy goes to drink with this billionaire. And he's like, yeah, we talked for two hours, and all he did was talk about himself. And he told me the story that the billionaire told him. It sounded like the worst conversation ever. I'm like, why would you put up with that? He's like, dude, it was so fascinating. And I was thinking, it's so dark, I won't even tell you. I was thinking, if you spent two hours talking about yourself and just like tell him like the most personal weird things ever, or some rant, you'd be like, this guy's a loser. But because he's got a billion dollars in the bank, everything's okay now? It happens with quarterbacks too, right? And I think it can make people think that they're a lot more interesting than they are. I bet Russell Wilson's wife thought she was doing these guys a favor. Those invitations weren't for us. They were for the peasants who Russ, you know, deigns to be around sometimes. I mean, how many times have you done that for a wedding? Not necessarily wanted to go. It wasn't a convenient date, but you're like, this wedding is going to be amazing. The food, the open bar, like, this is going to be great. I don't want to go, but the experience will make it worth it. That's what this birthday party should have been. My cousin Haley got married maybe a year and a half ago, in the mountains in Denver. And the, and, and her, my Uncle Bob was like, we are going to do an open bar in bourbon for, forever. I'm like, okay. And I love my I love that family. Yeah. No, and I've been, I've been a best man, I think it's five times. My brother's wedding I was excited about, right? It's my brother. That is a lot of times. It's stressful, dude. And I'm, because I, I, I've been a best man before I was on radio or TV. Once or twice, and I've been a best man. It's a lot easier to be a best man once you like hold a microphone. You're like I know how this thing works. I just talk into it. <laughs> I've done this before. Um, it's fun to watch one one. Um, I mean, mafia is wrong, but one organization that that you could argue facetiously uh, mimics organized crime take on one of its members. It's like watching an episode of The Sopranos where they got to take out one of the captains. Like, oh man. I don't know who to root for here. This is a, it's a, it's a Capitano on Capitano crime. That's how I thought of this, this story with the Rose Bowl. If you missed this, the Rose Bowl finally acquiesced to adjust the last two years of its contract 
to allow, in effect, what are the parameters necessary to get the deal done for the college football playoff to expand from 4 to 12. This was the big, big agreement that they needed, and that means it is imminent, according to the reporting that's out there. I think Pete Thamel was the first guy at the New York Times to break this, to break this, or sorry, ESPN, to break, to break this story. The college ball playoffs gonna gonna come in 2024, and D-Cell's nightmare, which means it's good for the rest of us because D-Cell's little track record. See what I did there? Took a shot at you in the take. Uh, D-Cell's nightmare, which is good for the rest of us, is gonna happen. We're gonna have 12 teams, but the way that it happened, I think, is the most interesting thing. It was inevitable that eventually the college football playoff was going to expand because when the two-year deal was over two years from now, and the new contract was going to happen, they were going to do this. They already decided to do this, and you're talking in the neighborhood of $450 million per year for the collective bulls, for the, the, for the organization, that the BCS that puts this together. Half a billion dollars per year for the next two years. $900 million they're going to leave on the table. And what the, what the powers that are, the powers that be did, is say to the Rose Bowl, this is the Capitano on Capitano crime. This is the threat. This is the make of an offer you can't refuse. They said, you either come with us now and stop the dilly-dallying. I don't know if they used the word dilly-dally, but I want to pretend they did because it's wonderful. Stop the dilly-dallying, Rose Bowl. You're either with us now and you make these adjustments, or you're out in two years and you lose all the money. That is a big boy move. That is the halls of power. That is a, uh, a not illegally, but not entirely facetiously, that is a threat, that is a blackmail, that is business. And the Rose Bowl crumbled as they had to. We don't know yet why they were holding out. We don't know what levers they thought they had. Maybe they just have somebody that runs the Rose Bowl that feels the way that, that Tommy, uh, Tommy Muscles over here does and thinks that the expanded playoff is stupid and wants to push it off for two years, whatever. They acquiesced, they were broken, and it's coming early. And I know you're not here for it. Tom, I'm pretty excited. You know I hate this. I hate everything about this. But my first reaction yesterday when I read this story was a big exhale. (sighs) Finally. Finally, it's over. We can get past this. It's going to happen. Just started already. I'm glad we ripped the Band-Aid off. This had to happen. There was such a groundswell for this to happen. This was the major talking point throughout college football for what? How many years now? Three? Four? I'm thankful that it's finally here. I hate it, but I'm thankful that it's here. I mean, I do think in the end it's going to be really exciting. You're going to have so many, and maybe it's a little less exciting for us. I think it makes college football even more relevant because you're. And this is my big thing for me in all the sports markets, whole markets, whole parts of the country. If they are excluded from a sport. That sport's not as relevant as its supporters think think it is. I, I know college football is a big, big deal. But I'm just telling you, man, if you spend 15 years and the West Coast doesn't feel like they're relevant for 12 of them, you're going to lose some of your ground. There's, it's a competitive world for eyeballs, time, attention, and affection. I mean, look what they did in Major League Baseball. Implemented the third wild card. I mean, I think we need a little bit more time to see if that worked. But I think on the early return... I think overall fans enjoyed it. I think overall it made baseball relevant longer, nationally anyway. So you'd have, in this format, the top four teams would get a bye. Which, by the way, very very important. So the top four are still playing for something really important. And then you'd have 12 versus 5 and 6 versus 11. So here's what you'd have, right? If the season were over now. I know it's not. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, 
uh, USC get the bye. You'd have Ohio State against Washington. And again, Ohio State's going to win that game, but you never know and you don't want to get banged up. You'd have Alabama against Utah, which, by the way, Diesel, that's a good game, potentially. That's a very good game. That's a very good game. You know I've been saying all year that I think that narrative that the Pac-12 is soft is, is completely false. There are some good football teams in the Pac-12. Tennessee against K-State, which, again, I think Tennessee probably going to run roughshod over them. But, but K-State's better than people think, and that means that a place like Manhattan, Kansas, middle part of the country, smack dab in the middle of the, uh, 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 on the map, is relevant and, and, and matters. I mean, this is, this is exciting. And then you have Penn State-Clemson. Hell, that's a great game. Do I get why they're expanding? Yes. Does it make sense on some level to me? Yes. Do I think it's going to dilute the regular season? Absolutely. Absolutely, and that's what I can't get past. I understand why they're doing it. I get it. I don't like it. I want to. I want to just draw. Can I? Can I go back to my voice? I want to draw a distinction um, between someone who loves me and someone who clearly doesn't. Um, my wife, who loves me, uh, wrote, I, "Your voice sounds quite poor. I'm going to bring you to the studio a hot toddy. <laughs> I'm assuming alcohol free, but things could get real crazy if not." Hey! And you know what happens when you assume. And your take is your voice sounds amazing. Ha ha! It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> no, no, leave out the. You're ha-ha. a bad person. Leave, leave out. Yes, that's true. But that was true before this. Leave out the ha ha. I like it. You sound good. I sound in pain, pal. <laughs> sound good. <laughs> it doesn't feel great. To be you fair, know, I, you know I, what I, it feels like. You know what it sounds like. It sounds like in a, the. If, it sounds like I have. What is it? We're, we're dudes. What is it called? Where a, woman, a wife is pregnant and a dude like sympathy, sympathy, sympathy pains, sympathy, pains, sympathy birth stuff, birth stuff. Real smart. <laughs> birth I'm stuff. a smart guy. My voice is taking on the sympathy feeling of Russell Wilson's birthday reality. You feel right? bad for him. That's all it is. You don't feel bad for either of us. All right, eight. This can be easy to say. Eight five five two one two four CBS is the phone number. Stop laughing at my pain. You're no, a bad person. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. You're just not laughing. Yeah, NFL bets and what kind of tea I should drink coming up on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Greg Gassert. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show, Bill Ryder with you. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free, Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on the WestwoodOneSports.com, at WestwoodOneSports.com. I'm good at radio. Via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone fixed minor service can help troubleshoot the light and cause of your pesky. Check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hey, do you have a uh, a live programming alert in there somewhere? In the uh, in the mix of madness that is that are the uh, sounds of the show. When should we start getting into college basketball? Because I used to cover it. I'm friends with, like, I have relationships with guys that coach around the country, you know, people that I really like and respect. I used to just love the sport. I was a huge fan of it in college. And I can't tell if I'm making a mistake based on my current interest and lifestyle, right? Just I'd cover other things. There's some big games. There were some games, and I'm just not... I'm not interested yet, man. I don't think this is a Bill Ryder thing. I think you are in the majority on this one. I would actually say we start taking notice with college hoops in the new year. We're still figuring out who the good teams are right now. I know what the preseason polls told us, but usually those don't mean squat. I think we're still figuring out who we should keep our eye on and who, you know, are pretenders right now. I would say the new year. All right, I like it. Let me ask you a question. I don't know squat. Does squat mean poop in this? Is that what that is referring uh, to? That's what I always thought it to be, yes. We don't know poop is what you're saying. Yeah, like not like, you know, you do squats at the gym. I don't think that's right. what it means. You're taking a swearsy and you're twice removing it, like a second cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A swearsy that you could say on the radio. I came up with a new swearsy yesterday. Uh, Scrooge McDuck. Not sure it's going to stick, though. Uh, did you say it at all after the show yesterday? No, I haven't really introduced it into the real world. This is my beta test here. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, so, like, Henry's not using it. Your wife isn't using it. Henry's using the real ones. <laughs> he's using the real he's a big a, fan. He's a big fan of the real swearsies. I got a clamp yesterday. So I think I told you that um, two days ago he watched uh, some soccer at school and got in trouble. And they have yellow cards and red cards, which the irony clearly lost the teacher. <laughs> yes, I love the irony there. <laughs> he got a yellow card, and she said, if you get another, if you watch this again, you get a red card. And then apparently he snuck it yesterday, but successfully. <laughs> Good for him. And we're Spain fans in, in, in the old Ryder house, so I think he's going to, yeah, that's what I said. I kind of want her to get a yellow card if she gives him a red card for not <laughs> understanding how the world works. I like her. Was the, uh, was the irony lost on his teacher? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it, it's actually interesting. Like, this is the format out here. I don't – I think they did it in New York, too. Yellow card is bad. Red card is really bad. Did some educator just decide he wanted to do a soccer thing? Had to be a big soccer fan. Had to be. Like, you just don't pull that out of out of nowhere. So kids all over the country, like, their groundings, their unhappiness, the judgment cast upon them is dictated on two strikes because somebody likes soccer instead of three. If it was a baseball fan, it could have been, like, three strikes. Here are two strikes – so we get anything be. close now, you're going to get grounded. <laughs> has to be based on a soccer fan. Absolutely. 
my wife believes my voice is cured because she she did bring me a a tea and lemon thing. I don't think there's anything to cure. I think you sound good, and you will believe me, hopefully, by the end of the show. <laughs> there's a first time for everything. Let's do, uh, yeah, you walked into that one. Let's do NFL bets. Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Writer with Bill. Here's a question. So you can fade accordingly. What? Like, I understand it's fade me. I understand. I, I know. Do we feel like they knew what the gambling term meant when they put the image together? Yeah, uh, I was not working with you when this segment was put together, so I will throw everyone under the wow. bus who uh, who worked on this. It was not me. Uh, you know, we're just going to roll with the punches here. I, so I know what they meant. I know what they meant, too. But I think that may have been strike one or a yellow G- card. Gambling. It's a thing with money. <laughs> It's Bet Rider. Words. More words. I love the expression word salad. So good. Big fan of it. Big fan. I also like word salads. <laughs> okay. Um, let's start with tonight's game. I'm not going to bet on it. I don't like betting on Thursday night games. Buffalo at New England. Buffalo three and a half point favorites. Here's the rule. <clears throat> Here's the rule. And you, you bet this in the long term. You win. The right move is to always take on a short game, like a Thursday game, which is what we have tonight. If you have a home dog, which you tend to, I don't know why the NFL does that, but there's a home dogs a lot. You take the home dog. Would you be comfortable? It's never comfortable. Maybe I will throw a little money on the Patriots. It's just a rule. Not comfortable with it at all. You like the Bills. I do, but I'm also going to point this out to you. It's it's a very small sample size. The Buffalo Bills do not have a win within the AFC East yet this season. Now, it's only been two games. They've lost to the Dolphins, and they've lost to the Jets. I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if that means that they're going to lose tonight or they're not going to cover tonight. I'm just putting it out there. It definitely means the Dolphins are really good. I think that's one of the takeaways for sure. All right. Um, The Bears are now four-and-a-half-point dogs hosting the Packers. They opened as two-and-a-half-point dogs. Aaron Rodgers. who I bet with, wants to bet on the Bears. Aaron Rodgers planning to play. Planning to play. play. We don't know. He's now open to sitting. I think you got to. I think. Don't bet on the Bears. Just don't do it. Don't do do it, it. right? Don't do it. Just save yourself the pain. It's all all pain, pal, as a Bears fan. Not your voice, though. That's not pain. That's music to my ears. Dude, the Broncos, they're, they're in Baltimore, are eight-and-a-half-point dogs to the Ravens. That's how bad Denver is. More people would have showed up to Russ's birthday party if he had the party in Baltimore than in Denver. Like, that's where this team is at right now. They can't stand each other. Eight-and-a-half's a big number, man. The head coach has no idea what's going on. Russ looks washed. His teammates don't like him. They're yelling at him on the sidelines. And this team is in such disarray. 
Look, I'm not betting on Nathaniel can't hack it and Russell, nobody my birthday, Party Wilson. But that's a pass. It's too many. It's just too many points for me. Because Lamar, Lamar's got his own stuff going on. He does, but I'm much more confident in Lamar figuring things out this season than I am Denver. Really? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I get it. And Lamar doesn't even have Wolverine blood. Titans are four-and-a-half-point favorites at Philly. That's a really good game. That's a really interesting game. I know you love you. You love I some do. Mike Vrabel. I do. Are you going to be gutsy enough to do it? I think no, but I want to be gutsy enough. I think no is the smart move. Jacksonville, basically a pick It's It's a pick in some places, but, you know, minus one, minus a half, one spot. At the Lions. That is a, that is a really interesting game, too. Can I, just, can I just throw this out there? You know how disappointed I've been in Justin Herbert and the Chargers this season. I think Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars are, are next in line there. Like, I haven't seen much from Trevor Lawrence right now. Like, you've been hyping up the Lions these past couple weeks that they play hard. They're not always winning games. They're finding ways to lose games. But I, I can't I can't get on board with Jacksonville in this game. I know Detroit's going to play hard, whether they make enough plays or not. But I haven't seen Trevor Lawrence make those plays either. I really love my brother betting my money without talking to me. Um, he's bet on Jacksonville. He's bet on the Bears. Hate it. He's betting on the Vikings minus three hosting the Jets. That's probably the right bet. I don't think the Jets are very good. But I'm not sure. In Mike, and this is the kind of game Kirk Cousins loses. In Mike White, we trust. Gives them a Do better we, chance than Zach Wilson. Is it? I think. Question I mark. Think he, oh my God! He he bet on he bet on Dallas and Vegas too. <laughs> Vegas one and a half point underdogs hosting the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to blow their doors off. I know the game's in Vegas. I think the Chargers are going to blow their doors off. They should. They should, but I mean, what have the Chargers shown you? I mean, I I can't figure the Raiders out. They're a super talented team that seemingly every week plays in overtime and either gets, they blow a 17-point lead. I have no idea what the Raiders are. The Chargers should have beat the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. And Patrick Mahomes did Mahomes things. Herbert looks like he's healing. I like, I like, I almost said San Diego. I like L.A. Uh, Dolphins, Niners, what a great game. The Niners are four-point favorites at home. Give me the Dolphins, dude. Dolphins getting four points? Give it to me. I'm with you. Two is undefeated. I know it says Miami has three losses this season, but that was not with their quarterback. Miami, as far as I'm concerned, is undefeated this season when they are at full strength. And that offense, Bill, I think I'm ready to say that offense is the... I'm not going to say it's better than Kansas City. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to say the best in the NFL. They're the second best in the AFC. I think they are too. And I think they're I that team is good enough to win the whole thing. And then, man, what a great weekend of games. You got the Chiefs in Cincinnati. Cincinnati are two point dogs. I think I'd probably bet on on the Bengals. You can get it at two and a half some places too. Really? I'm shocked to hear you say that. If I had to bet it. I won't bet it because I like the Chiefs and I, I tend to root for them because of my time there and I like Mahomes. But I think there's something about Cincinnati. If it were three, 
if it were three. You could actually get three at one spot. If it were three, I'd bet on Cincinnati for sure. And I don't know if this changes it either way for you, but Jamar Chase, Cincinnati Bengals stud wide receiver, expected to play. Yep. Yep. Colts are 11 point, some places 10 and a half point dogs at Dallas. So Jeff Saturday going to have a bad a bad Sunday again? Yeah, I was going to say, what's the over-under on the number of timeouts he uses this week? I wonder what, what that is. I'll take the over. Is he going to get timeout happy now and yeah. overcompensate? He's going to use him. I do like that he came out and admitted his mistake. He didn't double down. I kind of like the Colts to cover 11. 11? That's a huge number. You know I'm Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys skeptic. Dak press not. It's good, isn't it? I like it. I need a what to sell from you. I need. I, I missed the tape. What was the one, Anthony? Did, who was it? Wasn't a top five center. Uh, may or may not have been Joel Embiid. Ooh, that's a real. Problem. I can't really remember though. Maybe Embiid. Maybe not Embiid. How did this happen? I didn't really know. You just share them with people, and they would just rat you out to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, once they figured out that you. Uh, Enjoy my takes, and by enjoy, you know, laugh at my takes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Stu's a good guy. It was Stuart Kovacs. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. I mean, you can criticize Stu. He's in that office two hours before a shift every single day. <laughs> grinding. So, like, it gives you some latitude. He, has, gives you, he yeah. has much more pull in this office than I do. I mean, high bar. <laughs> high bar. <laughs> You got pull in the office. Uh, I'm not sure anybody in the office other than you knows my name. I do like when people call you Timmy. <laughs> I roll with the punches. Yeah, and then they call me Phil. So it all <laughs> it all comes full circle. All right, let's um let's talk some NBA. Tom Haverstrow, excellent NBA insider, writer, sabermetrician. What a cool name, sabermetrician. Sounds like a Jedi warrior. Uh, he's gonna join us. Not to fight the dark side, but to talk about hoops. And we come back next here in a moment on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.